Tom Bernard Show with special guest. Sam Tripoli. <laughs> I like Steve it. London, GM of the House of Comedy at the Mall of America. And Cassie Schrader. We got JB's coming in. Andy is coming in, too. Everybody's running a bit late today, so. Everybody's a disaster. It's Friday. <laughs> we'll be right back. Kick things off with Sam Tripoli. We're going to it's going to be fun. We'll be right back. Tom Bernardino. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I I appreciate that. Um, But I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, you, know, you know, you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email. Somebody emailed me at Doug at Walzer.com, and he goes, Hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, do I have any coverage? So... I called the Honda store, we looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, a non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's a lot cooler than you or me. Well. It is really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car. And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com, because of warranty for life. And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? Tom? I I don't think he's there. (laughs) That's really nice. Very professionally (laughs) delivered from Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Doug Sprinthal, Walzer. The radio station. You know what I mean. I don't know, maybe you don't know what I mean. It's a possibility. What? I can't hear him. Yep. There we go. JB just got here. Yep. I'm going to warn you. (laughs) Yeah. I got less than two hours of sleep last night, and I'm on uh, pain meds right now, so I'm goofier than a bag full (laughs) of peanuts. Well, this is going to be a great start to the show because I'm. It's incumbent upon you to straighten away the Hebrew Israelites. Can you handle it with your people? (laughs) (laughs) When did that become my people? Hebrew. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) He goes, oh, yeah, that's right. Did you forget, JB? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yeah, he forgot that he was a Hebrew Israelite who pointed to to all the white kids and said they're children of incest and told all the Native Americans that they're not real people. Fuck, yeah. But other than that. That whole thing's a psyop, dude. Mm. That whole thing was just... (laughs) It's just another thing to get us all to fight with each other. Yeah. Look how quickly yeah. everybody covered it. They all got, by the way, anytime you see these people get kicked, uh, 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 
Kickstarters or GoFundMe's. That's all a way to uh, just put cash in their pocket. It's all, yep. dude. There's something really crazy going on. Did you see how Roger Stone's place got raided by the FBI yeah. in Florida? Yeah, yeah. Why CNN was right there? It's just like, dude. Everybody thinks there's this thing between Trump and, and, and the Democrats. There might be some between Trump and the the intelligence community. There might be, but. If you look at Donald Trump's whole uh, election administration, it Doug Smith, mirrors. All walls are automotive. Walls are dot com. <laughs> okay. Tell us about Where this warranty for life thing. I, you know, you're, you're running, running an ad. About this an ad's well, running. You're running an ad. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> if my son doesn't get there on time from now on, I'm going to hang him. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, dude. That wasn't even you. That was the lizard people. You didn't even <laughs> yeah. do anything. They're listening. <laughs> they hit it. They knew truth was about to be dropped, and they stopped that. But anyways, if you look at Trump, his election, yep. and Bill Clinton's election, they're so similar, it's unbelievable. Both of them kind of yes, came out of nowhere, beaten in co- yep. beat a power-established person that everyone thought was going to walk away with it, and then, boom, they came. Their whole, their whole administration is nothing but, like, grand juries, nothing but investigation of sexual escapades, why they just keep doing all this deregulation of the banks, lower the taxes, and, you know, invade everywhere and all over them. It's the exact same thing. Dude, it's the exact same thing, and we fight over is. these guys like we know them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true too. So you're saying they're telling us to look over here? Yeah. While they're doing all this crap over one hundred, and it's just <laughs> but we, but it gets more and more sophisticated. Like it gets. Did you know in 2013, Obama passed a law which basically said that the U.S. government is now legally allowed. And I have my legal counsel here, <laughs> legally allowed to uh, use propaganda against the U.S. population, and that's where all. Now you wonder why you don't know what the truth is on the internet because they're just flooding it, flooding it. So nobody knows what's coming or going. Isn't it amazing? Because. I've never considered you to be a hardline Republican. You've always been kind of a centrist, which is I'm a centrist. But you look at the stats and it's like, my God. Well, I'll tell you what. And I'm, I'm just talking about from the inside here. You wouldn't believe how I get treated by the media in this state. You wouldn't even believe it. I am the worst, evil, most horrible man ever born. Because apparently I beat NPR and they don't like that. And I and then I said, look, NPR is welfare radio anyway. You don't have to run any commercials. You just get welfare. Then they got really mad at me. You know, when you go, you know, a big conspiracy within the conspiracy community is that when you go and do your own projects, that's when they get really mad. And there's a list yes. of people who were all very much establishment people that went on and put out their own records, their own their own uh, specials, their, uh, went on to do their own labels, that eventually everything came out about them and they got taken out. There is something in that when you try to cut the umbilical cord, uh, the establishment gets very angry about it. So when you do your own podcast, that upsets them. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does, definitely. So here's what I want to do, by the way. I, I can ask a favor. Sam, you're a friend, and, and JB, uh, you've been friends a long time. Mm-hmm. I need you two to do me a favor. What's I need that? one of you to get on your hands and knees behind Savannah Guthrie, and then the other one push her over that man <laughs> on the ground. What is wrong with her? She's going after a kid, a 16-year-old kid, and then coddling a known lying scumbag. Um, are you talking about the kids in... Um yeah, Catholic the kids. kids, man, it's all psyop, dude. Yeah. You're getting angry about stuff that they want you to just not fo- the, 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 to not focus on. I'm telling you, man. Look at this David like Hogg in this par- Parkland shooting. Everybody gets yeah. it. No one yep. realizes yep. that his dad was FBI, made three hundred million dollars selling a, a business that had that literally created nothing. His father created Mastercard, was a founding member who created Mastercard, and everyone's like, "Oh, the poor." I'm like, dude, the kids old. Words were they wasn't even at the school. It's all psyops, dog. It's it all is. psyops. Yep, it okay, it absolutely. Is. Comedy. So how do we deal with <laughs> ah, we'll get to comedy in a second. Who was that that yelled comedy? I did. Sam. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tooth. <laughs> Who's got a tooth? I got one less 
One less tooth. <laughs> What'd you do with your teeth? What did you, you fall down? No, I had an implant process started yesterday. Which oh, made, okay, you like that. I, I don't have any, but I heard they're really great. I, I, no, I already have one. Oh, you do? Yeah, so I've been through it once before. But, yeah, it's the, the initial start, which means the extraction. I'm a white trash Ooh. guy. I'm missing a tooth. I wear it with pride. I'm I'm trailer trash from the 607, homeboy. I like it. Where oh, wait it? a minute. That was just racist. You can't say that as where, a white man. You can't say that to a black man. It's racist. Say what? <laughs> that he's from the 607? 607's good to go. Upstate I, New York. Oh. Meth labs and, and sex cults. That's what we're known for. <laughs> I, I do need to know something. How did an Italian guy end up in upstate New York? Uh, well, my dad, my dad, and my mother met in Niagara Falls, which have two really big communities: oh, uh, uh, Italian yep. and Armenian. My, and back then, uh, an Arme Armenian dating an Italian was interracial dating at that point. So <laughs> mm -hmm. my mom was mm -hmm. like a little, uh, you know, risk taker. So she started dating uh, a slicker from Pine Avenue. You know, it's always so interesting where, like, if you met my mother, if you met me and my my brother, my brother runs strip bars all over the country, and I'm a, a dirty comic. And if you met my mother, you'd be like, <laughs> how did this happen? You're such a wonderful Because right. she liked a knucklehead, dude. Like, women like bad boys. You have bad kids. And that's what happened. So my, uh, my dad became a teacher, and then he ended up moving to upstate New York to uh, teach. And uh, he had me and my brother. I thought he was. This is a wonderful thing. That's a great story. I like that story a lot. I thought he was going to say that his dad was running from the mob or something. No, my grandpa was a cop back in like you know. Obviously, he passed away in like uh, the the '90s. But when my grandpa passed away, my dad pulled me aside and showed me his. Um, we were at his memorial, and he goes, "Son, I want you to see something. This side is the Niagara Falls PD. This side is the Niagara Falls Mafia. You know." And I'm like, "Hey, dude." That's how we roll. <laughs> That's how it should be. Everybody has their own territory. What's wrong with that? Hey, nothing. Hey, dude, the mob ran with honor. You know, yeah, they whacked a couple people, but so what? Couple you know, here. couple here, a couple there. Couple. Yeah, who exactly. hasn't whacked a couple people? Am I right, guys? Or would I like to? <laughs> yeah, of course. That I know of. Yeah. Yeah, but would you like to? Yeah. Oh yeah. There are a few. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You don't whack There's people. Answer, you bring Sam. people into the world. She has 11 kids, and like, and she's a 37-year-old yep, yep. grandma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm white trash. That's pretty amazing. You are white, but it's wonderful white trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make a killing on Pornhub, by the way. Just to let you know. Hot grandma. Yeah, oh, hot grandma. Gilf porn is huge. <laughs> God, you would you would have to list yourself as a hot grandma. That's hilarious. <laughs> God. You can win hottest yeah, grandma nice in the country. Sweet. Is there like, dude? Is I never there win anything. Yeah, there you go. I never win anything. Well, yeah, it is what it is. I suppose you got to just keep moving forward. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's uh, you know, uh, that's I didn't see. I'm stunned now, and I can't even think. The fact that you're a 37 year old grandma, right? Is that even crazy? Yep. She never told me. Well, Dave has. Well, Dave has two. That I'm yeah. their grandma. They call me Grandma Winnie. How many grandmas are grandma there Winnie. now for these two kids? You? <laughs> oh, they got they got quite a few grandmas. So many grandmas. <laughs> Three. Okay. Three grandmas? Yeah. It sounds like a bad sitcom on NBC. <laughs> Welcome Ooh, to three, three grandmas. grandmas. It's called Golden Girls. Go, yeah. <laughs> Golden Girls, exactly. Tonight on NBC, three grandmas. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd I mean, really I don't even know anybody. I like, dude, I don't even know anybody who watches TV anymore. I like. I know. There's just nothing on there that interests me. And that's just what Hollywood's becoming, like trust fund kids entertaining dumb people. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's really what it yep. is right now. Oh. I can watch. Yeah, that's 100% true. Sporting events and murder TV. That's all I watch. <laughs> I watch murder Do TV. You do you watch any cop shows at all, like Chicago PD or? No, I don't. I don't. I don't like any cop show. I my grandpa was a cop. Obviously, I don't like cop shows. I think it like. I think like all this stuff, like cops and like uh, whatever that show is on Paramount, whatever Spike TV is called right TV. now. 
Spike yeah. TV's like gender is just making up names at this point, uh, like what we're supposed to call it. But I guess it's called Paramount Television, which is the worst name I've ever heard for it. Uh, of course. I'm, it's it is, too yeah. many syllables. Did anyone say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, we, right. used to, we used to call them trannies, but they got angry, so now we call them trans. And I'm fine with that because it's less syllables, dude. It's like we don't yeah, want to talk a lot, right? I mean, we talk in emojis now. And Paramount Studios just adding s- syllables at this point so they have this live arrest show and like i don't like any of that stuff because i think it just like tries to make you think that like you know uh uh, you know it's like oh man the cops are here to do a lot of good stuff and they are here to do a lot of good stuff but they do some shady shit too oh there's no question about that i uh i had some cops in my family as well and what I love about the cop shows, watching them, is there's always this hubbub and these important things to do in the entire their entire lives. They're they're surrounded by shooting people and, you know, stamping out crime and all. Cops' job generally is to sit in the car and look out the window and go, Jesus, what are we doing? Yeah, and you know I mean, where most I of love those cops. Don't get me wrong. You know where most of those cop episodes came out of? Mm. Broward County. Yeah, I would not doubt that at all, man. Do we just actually did- wet? Yeah. Go on, yeah, you're right. No, I was just going to say, uh, you got uh, Palm Beach County and Broward County. Those two counties are they they're interesting. We just did a whole episode on Tinfoil Hat with Sam Triple. It's my conspiracy podcast. We did a whole episode on all the crazy stuff that's come out of Broward County. All oh. dude, it's nuts. Adam Walsh kidnapped out of Broward County. Yeah. Timothy yep. McVeigh yep. stayed in Broward County. The 9/11 hijackers. Broward County. Triple yep. Extinction, this rapper just shot. Broward County. Uh, I mean, I could just go on forever and ever of all this crazy stuff that came out. All the political uh, corruption. Broward County. Parkland shooting. Broward County. Now, this is a county where everything <laughs> yeah. that happens in Broward County becomes a national story that dictates uh our, our country's policies. We change laws based on what happens out of Broward yeah. County. Debbie Wasserman yeah, Schultz, the most. Uh, can, do I gotta be clean on this, by the way? No, I can edit. Okay, the most unfuckable human being on the planet. Okay. <laughs> All right. She runs Broward County. Okay. It's shady. She. The, there is a good chance that she has completely corrupted her last two elections, in which she lost, and that she basically yeah. stole. All the ballots, and dude, there's people filming ballots just like being taken into trucks and driven off into the ocean. It's just like it's 100% true. That is the craziest, most corrupt area ever. It really is. There's no, well, you know, it, it's basically where all the corrupt New Yorkers moved to when they retired. Yeah, <laughs> you know, for sure. It just. It's kind of that's kind of the deal, but you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's pretty interesting watching this this whole thing. You go well. First of all, people don't realize that um, Miami. If you know, if you're in your 50s or whatever, if you went to Miami when you were a kid, it was uh, Miami, and it was this community and that community and whatever. Uh, I have a friend. Uh, do you know Sam? Do you know Paul Castronovo, the uh, Paul and Young Ron show in Miami? Uh, sure I've heard of them. Yeah. Miami's okay. a horrible comedy uh, city. It's one of It the, is. Oh, it's it just is, everybody's yep. pretty, and they just don't want to hear comedy. They just want to stare at each other. That's very, very true. I looked at the demos for, for Miami as far as radio stations are concerned. The demos in, and this is not a criticism. I'm just telling you what the world's all about. Uh, Miami is now 70% Spanish, 20% black, and 10% white. So a classic rock station in Miami has got to be a bitch of a job. <laughs> I'll right. just say that. You know? Well, dude, let me just say this to you. Latinas are the only hot chicks going to rock concerts now. Like, well, that's true. Dude, Latinas love rock, dude. I love Mexican See? chicks, Latina chicks. The number two on my super freak big board. Actually, the number one. It goes Mexican <laughs> chicks, then Jewish chicks, and then light-skinned sisters, and then the rest. And then all everybody just stacks up after that. Yeah, we'll take a quick break. I want to come. We'll come back. I want to talk to you about your podcast. This is gonna be fast because I don't know a whole lot about your podcast because all I ever do is work. So we'll be right back. Sam Tripoli, Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get because you're a customer of North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my friend, how do you get it? What's the situation? Do I need it? All that stuff. 
It's an application that we designed to compete with the national applications out there for person-to-person payments. You can get it at the Apple Store or the Android Store. It's for payments that you want to make when you don't have cash. If you want to pay the kid who shovels your driveway, if you want to settle up a dinner check, if you want to settle up a bet on the golf course, when you don't have cash, you can use the app. The payment will settle directly into the payee's account literally the same day. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker? NX check. I'm going to get it today. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Tom here. Over the years, you've heard me go on and on about my eyes and how great I've been treated by the folks over at Whiting Clinic. Well, it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States and the trusted LASIK provider around these parts. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts that they are, they want to make sure you have the very best for your eyes just like I did. For a limited time, mention my name and receive an additional $300 off your LASIK. That's $300 off Whiting Clinic's already low price for LASIK. Trust your eyes to Twin Cities LASIK experts. Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Visit whitingclinic.com or call 855-554-2020 and don't forget to tell them Tom sent you. Offer expires March 31st, 2019. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offers. Love this song. Come as you are, damn it. All right, we are back. Everything good, right? Everything's good. Yep. So Sam Tripoli with us is at uh, Rick Bronson's House Comedy. Tonight, two shows. Tomorrow night, two shows. And a show on Sunday at 7 o'clock as well. We're talking a lot about the... Uh, would you consider yourself, Sam, to be kind of a centrist? It seems that way to me. I have no teams. I'm on. I'm a Ronin dog. Right. No masters. I don't trust anybody. Don't come to me yep. like oh, I'm on your side or that side. I question everybody. I, I think you should. I think the fact that you, you know, I do a whole joke about about how like we fight over like Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. You don't even know them. Yeah. You know, the only thing we know about uh, politics is that Melania Trump is the. Uh, uh, the Michael Jordan of gold diggers. Like, she's the greatest to ever hook up with creepy rich guys. You know, nobody's yeah, done it better than her, okay? From third world to the White House, much respect. Why is she? Yeah, I mean, her? you're absolutely right. Third world, the White House. You know? I mean, like, dude, you ever see the list of men she dated back? I mean, it looks like every bad guy from a Bond movie, you know, <laughs> that put out a hit on James Bond. That's who she... Nothing but evil... Creepy old guys, and God bless her, man. If I was hot, I'd, I'd only bang the best, man. I would never, you know. This coochie well, remains in a Gucci name. You know, what I'm saying that's how I roll. <laughs> okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. But I, yeah, I, I, I'm always because I'm a centrist myself. You know, I don't, I don't. That far left and far right thing is just not for me. It's just well, you know, the, the not the, for me at all. The the left has been hijacked by trust fund kids. But basically, and maybe there was never yeah, that's right. The hippie right. movement was started by the CIA, who basically and the military industrial complex. Uh, Jim Morrison's dad was involved in the Gulf of Tonkin, basically the faking of an event that drew, drew us into the Vietnam War. Uh, that whole yes. it's called the um, Laurel Canyon Studios is basically was started by the CIA to crank out all this like kind of the Doors and all that music, and that was all the kids of the military industrial complex and a trust fund kid. So now if you fast forward to today, all these kids who are in the front doing all the uh, doing, you know, are on the, all the award shows talking about, you know, we got to fight the mean o- orange man and all that. Their parents, uh, and we got, you know, we got to get rid of guns. We got, you know, we got to get rid of freedom of speech. You know, we can't build a wall. Well, they grew up in, you know, gated communities. They walk around with guards with, right, you know, with guns on them. So they're, they're, they're total hypocrites. They, they don't resist. I'm old school liberal, dog. You know, I'm like, make love, you know, make right, art, right. love everybody. Let's not make groups. We're all the same. We're more alike than we are different. And it's been hijacked by these trust yep. fund kids and ran into the ground. That's why nobody watches anything on, on uh, 
on a, a television or listen to music. It's just become trust fund kids entertaining stupid people, and it's peer to peer now. And that's why everything. That's why I have a career. That's why I sell out now when I go on the road. You know, maybe not on a Thursday night in Minnesota, but the rest of the time I'm I'm, I'm pretty much crushing it. <laughs> I like your take on it. So did you know this this conference that just uh, happened last weekend? I don't even know what the hell it was about. I can't. The AVN Awards. Was that? That's the adult no, video awards. That. No, that was, no, that was a bad joke. That, that nobody got in the room. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> they, they were over in Europe, and part of the whole thing was um, they had to talk about climate change and and, and talk about uh, you know getting everything straightened away on that deal. Okay, so we're talking about climate Oh, yeah, the private jets, yeah. 1,500 private jets went to that conference. Mm-hmm. It's all hypocrisy, yes, dude. it is. They're yeah. all it's hypocrites, 1,500 private jets. So here's and what... you're not supposed to drive a gas-guzzling car but that doesn't emit basically anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, dude, take a look at Al Gore, man. Al Gore yeah, got on yeah. Larry King, Ross Perot, and lied to our faces about what free trade was going to be. Blatantly lied to us, telling us it was going to open markets so our goods could go through the through the borders without any taxes and all that stuff. But what he didn't tell you oh, is that one place doesn't have a living wage, pay a living wage. The other one pays a living wage. Why wouldn't you build them where they don't pay a living wage? They never told you that. Ross Pro tried to tell us that, and we all laughed at him because he had big ears and talked funny, okay? Right, he, right. Like El Gore lied to us. Now, when it comes to global warming or, or climate change, I don't know. I don't know anything. I know that, like, when I live in L.A., I think there's too many people, okay? It's just we're on top yes, of each yeah. other, right? But I won't take anything El Gore ever says to me again. As any kind of word, you know, so he hurts that whole movement. His daughter married a Rothschild. There's no like he has no credibility on anything. So I don't know. And then you got these guys taking jets to saving the planet. You're totally right. One hundred percent. Take an air balloon. You want to show me how much you want to take an air balloon? Yeah, there you go. Just uh, absolutely take a little uh, get a little rowboat and row across. Just walk up there. Yeah, that'd be good. That's the problem. I, I would be look. I don't think it's anywhere near as severe as these people say it is. You don't want to pollute. It's just not a good idea. So I certainly agree a cleaner planet is much better for everybody. But this doom and gloom thing, this Ocasio-Cortez says the, the planet may end in the next 10 years. She's a psyop, dude. I know you think I'm crazy. I say that word all the time. No, no, you're right. no, she's yeah, a psyop, dude. Hey, listen, any time the media and everybody starts running with it from both sides, you yeah. got to question it. And sh- listen, yep. there's one rule I have in politics after being on this planet for 40-something years. Never trust a good-looking liberal who runs for politics. <laughs> it's just don't trust them. They have no reason to make the world better. They're trust fund kids. Everybody wants to sleep with them. Why do they want to make the world a better place? Because they're getting pushed forward, yep. and they know we want to vote for f- people we want to sleep with. Obama. Beto, Trudeau, and this chick, they're all full of it. They're all, I wouldn't doubt, if this is, and this is why I think, I don't know if she's old enough to run for president, because I think there's a rule, you got to be a certain age. She will be in 2024. In 2024, okay, so this is a setup for that, Mm because I think they're just using Carmelo Harris to take all the arrows and bows, and we'll see who who slips in after her, because Carmelo Harris is full of crap. She's a giant yeah. BS. He goes under what I said, which is these good-looking liberals who come to you live. Yep, Her voting true. record, dude, she has no platform. All she was was an attorney general for California, and when she voted down early release from prison, meaning these prisoners, they, they were well-acting, like, let's let them out. They're nonviolent. She voted against that to save basically the work, uh, the labor force, mm-hmm. which is basically, this is the new slavery, free labor. It, it's the new way to go, and she voted totally for it. She's gonna, she's mm-hmm. gonna get kneecapped before she starts. This chick is a straight up psyop, dog. Mm-hmm. They are pushing her down her throat. She's saying dumb stuff that gets one side super excited and the other side angry, and we all fight over. Yeah. No, I think it's absolutely right. I, I love you're taking all this stuff because you're not taking sides, because I don't see how anybody could take a side in this. These people are all crazy, all of them. They're nuts. They're getting us to fight so, with each other so they can go and do all yeah, the other crazy yep. sh- stuff like invade Venezuela. I mean, like, dude, you, there's a real – take a real look at how many countries we're in, and you got to ask yourself, 
We're close to Hitler numbers. I mean, dude, how many bad people can we go in there and then never leave? It's just the same BS story over and over again, man. Our our military's been hijacked by international bankers, be turned into stormtroopers to kick in doors, blazing four fours, and then make us do what they want. And it's like I'm I'm over it, man. This whole thing with trans in the military, I know tons of trans people. I don't know what that means about me. Probably that I had a bad coke problem when I'm some weird porn runs, okay? <laughs> Right? But I know a ton of them, yep. and not one of them wants to join the military. None of them do. No. It's just a psyop. No. So the Guardians of the Galaxy can tweet about, we got to let trans in, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay? None of them want to join. None of them. I know they don't want to join because I don't want to join. Okay? And if they, Donald Trump tries to draft me, I'm going to throw on a wig, some high heels, and I'll be throwing hand jobs at AMPMs. Okay? Because I ain't going to go die in banker wars. It's just the truth. All right, it did is I scare wonderful. everybody? Way, <laughs> no, I think it's no, I think it's informative and I think hey, people should pay a lot more attention. Trust nobody so, who gets paid to tell you what's going on. Yeah. Right. Okay, so psychological operations. Yes. Right. So there are two psyops and I so I wanted to bring that up because there's a PSYOP and then there's a C a SCIOP. They're different things. Correct. Correct. Uh, well, I, I know of the PSYOP. The CS, yeah, P-S-Y-O-P. what is that? Is there a uh, definition? SCI, it says here basically biocomputational modeling and analytics vendor and contract administration. So basically, yeah, it's a wholly different deal. Mm. It's like a lab, I think. It, it sounds like a lab anyway. Yeah. These Psychological are... operations. Are, I was, was going to give them the quick, uh, cool, cool, cool. quick descriptor here. Psychological operations are operations to convey selected information and indicators to audiences to influence their emotions, motives, and objective reasoning, and ultimately the behavior of governments, organizations, groups, and individuals. Mm. There you go. Sounds like what's happened, doesn't it? Dude, 100%. And the game, the game is so long. It's such a... A long game, dude. We're not talking years. We're talking decades they set this stuff up to, to, to implicate. You know? I mean, like, I just heard the craziest story ever. Have you ever – who shot JFK? Who they say shot JFK? Lee Harvey Oswald. Who? Uh, Lee, Harvey Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. I just heard some information that it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. You know who it was? Lee mm. and Harvey Oswald, that there was actually two of them there. That it's just this long, this long game that gets played. Now I'm not saying that's it, but there's information that the, that they had some stuff set up like that, and that's what they do, man. That's what they do. If you look at Obama's who who his mother was and what she did, dude, CIA, dude. I mean, it's like long game. Alex Jones, CIA. It's all long game stuff, man, and it's crazy. And everybody's staring at me like I'm a crazy person, but I get it. <laughs> no, no, I love not the, at all. I I go down these rabbit holes on and <laughs> like right? conspiracy. Theories. I love it, dude. I, know. <laughs> I, I listen, man. You can do two. You, there's two. There, basically, the world breaks down to two things: propaganda versus conspiracy, right? And that's every argument mm-hmm. possible, right? Go to this YouTube channel called Edge of Wonder, okay? They got this whole, they, they're interviewing this guy named David Whitlock, who's talking about Wilcox or Whitlock. He's talking about um, Howard Hughes and like how Howard Hughes was so like crazy and paranoid. He would hire these high end uh, espionage, spy uh, escorts to basically hook up with these high-end military guys and kind of drug them and find out what was going on. And they would all come back and say they would say the same thing, which is basically the the military-industrial complex ran by Luciferians, dude. And, like, whether that's real or not, I'd much rather hear that than Rachel Maddow's who I look like when I shave, okay, <laughs> talking about <laughs> Russian collusion, dude. You know, it's like it's so much more interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. I, uh... Uh, I just wish, again, public servants would serve the people, that people would calm down. I mean, there are people, even today, on... I don't go on Twitter or Facebook, so I don't see it myself, but I I get told about it. They're comparing the Covington school kids, the Catholic kids, to Judge Kavanaugh. Now, they never proved anything about or near Judge Kavanaugh. But you're going to compare 16-year-old kids to a guy who was accused of sexual assault? Well, what I'm going to tell you... What is wrong with you? Here, here, dude. That whole thing was a 
Say it with me. Psyop. Okay? Because think about this. Judge Kavanaugh basically helped write the Patriot Act. They mm-hmm. basically framed it so Ford, the lady, her husband, her father used to be in charge of funding CIA black ops operation, meaning he would have to find the money for these black ops operations, which they couldn't talk about. She works at Stanford. She's basically in charge of the CIA intern program at Stanford, okay? That whole mm-hmm. trial was framing this this thing between these two as a sexual assault issue. So they didn't want you to talk about the fact that this guy is for complete police state. He's he's for arming the police military-wise. He's for search warrants without warrants. Uh, uh, Searches without search warrants. He's uh, thinks the president doesn't have to follow the law. He's basically for a whole, whole police state world, and that was never discussed because we were too busy no. talking about what he wrote in his diary. There that you was- go. I lo- and yeah, when he was eighteen. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. The whole thing's unbelievable. I got dick jokes too, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what we'll do? We'll 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 go to a break here. We'll come back. And now, now do you talk about a lot of this stuff on your podcast? Oh, dude, all of it, dude. We just, I mean, all we've had okay. some amazing stuff going on right now. The whole Me Too movement is a giant psyop. Right. Okay, I'll get into that too. Anything you want to talk? Wonderful. About. I love it. I I love your take on this stuff. I really do. Sam Tripoli, ladies and gentlemen, tonight two shows, tomorrow night two shows, and a Sunday 7 o'clock show as well. Rick Bronson's house comedy. What, what did Rick just disappear? What, where did he go? Uh, no, he's at, the, uh, he's at the comedy club getting lights and stuff fixed <laughs> for the weekend shows. Have you seen so, the new right, club, okay. how it looks, man? It's gorgeous. I have not, I have not no, been over there, yeah. but, but look, he does a great job. I, I, that was very nice what you said to him today, but it's true. Rick Bronson's stuff is always great. No question. He's a good man. Well, he is. We'll be right back. More with Sam Tripoli right after this. Tom Bernardchuk. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Tom Bernard here to tell you, Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night, and you get paid weekly. Right now, Priority's driver-friendly lease-to-own program has brand-new dock trucks, flatbeds, curtain sides, and tractor trailers just waiting to be driven home. And Priority's also offering a $4,000 sign-on bonus to qualified drivers. So if you've got the skills, we can get you qualified to start driving a brand new truck in as little as three days. Calling all drivers, come get the $4,000 sign-on bonus you deserve for all the knowledge and experience you bring to the delivery business. Call our fleet reps right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Is this prisoner music? What is this? This is prisoner music. Sounds like prisoner music to me. Man. You know this song. Bur- 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 this song I do rocks. know this song. Oh. Yeah, it is a great song, actually. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. <laughs> and God made me pay for it because I tell you what, with a 30-inch inseam and 37-inch long arms, I look like a monkey. There's no doubt about it. Short legs, long arms, very monkey-like. That's all I'm saying. I'd I, rather have short I legs, long arms than long legs, short arms. Right? Yeah, that would not be good having short arms and being really tall. Who wants to be a that T-Rex? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, exactly. That's exactly right. Okay, so the name of the podcast, Sam Tripoli with us, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Bonson's House Comedy, two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow night, and a show on Sunday night at 7. So, okay, so the name of your podcast is? Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. It's kind of like the NWA of uh, of names, like 
I wanted to take the name that everybody mocks and conspiracies, and I wanted to own it. And my goal is that someday that when you Google tinfoil hat, my podcast is, if not the number one thing that comes up, but close to the number one thing. Well, I would hope so. I'm hoping. So, so pe- people can just go to iTunes, wherever, your preferred method of downloading your podcast? Uh, you can listen to it audibly anywhere you can listen to podcasts, or you can watch it on YouTube as well. Watch it while it's still legal, because YouTube's getting shady, you yeah, know? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why they're allowed to do that, but they are. And What are they doing? They're just basically censoring, uh, you know, they're censoring. They're basically... St- they're basically saying you're a conspiracy and we're going to take you down, which makes, which makes me think we're, we're actually correct and they're scared. And like, but they'll leave right. people up saying like, the, you know, there was this whole – I forget what it was. Was it, uh, something about the shootings or something like that? But, you know, they took down all these videos from these quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, but they left up Jimmy Kimmel who's doing the exact same thing and make, selling ads on it. And it's yeah, well, it's it's it, yeah, exactly. It's money, but at the end of the day, uh, it's it's just hypocrisy, and that's what's going to kill everything. Hypocrisy is going to kill the political correct movement. You know, when you have uh, the Me Too women out there in L.A. who are so angry, I'm so angry. I, I went to an audition. Uh, I'm not even a great actress, and this guy said if I hook up, he'll give me a role. They're so angry, but yet they've never said anything about this this rapid pedophilia that's out there, oh, yeah, or the totally. fact that these two yeah. these two black men died in this guy's house from him shooting up with methamphetamines, right. and they didn't right. say one thing about it. It, li- it just lets you know it's all hypocrisy, psyop stuff. And some of them are my no, friends, I and I have to let it go because, I, you know, I don't want to be the guy who's screaming at everybody. You know, it's just, you know, I, I want to be happy in this world, even. When, but I'm trying to make, you know, I'm trying to fight injustice the best I can because my dad, I, I got raised that you don't just sit there and let injustice happen. you got to kind of say something. So I try to say something. I, I just don't want to be the guy that has no friends, you know. So I have to pick and choose where I apply <laughs> right, my, right. My, um, when I drop hammer, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's hypocrisy. I have no respect for the Me Too movement. It was a giant lie when they have a Me Too movement in the, at, at the Oscars and they give Kobe Bryant an award. I mean, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. Uh, how, what did he give? He, give his, he gave his wife a four and a half million dollar purple diamond after he was found. Uh, I don't know. They let him off anyway. He ended up buying her a huge uh, purple diamond. But you know, Lou C.K. can't do stand up anymore. Because he asked a girl to do a certain thing, and they said yes, and apparently he's a bad man. We're all weirdos, dude. I like weird stuff. That's why I'm a comic. Normal people aren't entertaining, right? Normal people aren't entertaining, yes. dude. Basically, stand-up comedy is how much money can you make off your mental illness. That's really what comedy is. The more sick, the more entertaining. And here's the thing. The cleaner the comic, the bigger the asshole. That's probably what it is, dude. <laughs> I like that. Not every that clean comic is a jerk, but every jerk comic tends to work clean. It's just a fact. Well, Tom, that's always been your theory that the people that portray themselves as nice guy in Hollywood and oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. are the biggest jerks in the world. And the ones who come off as jerks are the nicest guys behind the scenes. Well, that's been how it is for since the dawn of time. The people... You know, three, four thousand years ago, they were, you know, I'm a servant of, you know, the Pharaoh or the mm-hmm. Lord or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I am I'm perfect and pure and holy. And, you know, and then they end up, you know, it turns out that they are, you know, killing people or they're a rapist or something right. like that. Uh, uh, why do we keep falling for it forever? Why are we allowing Hollywood to become Washington, D.C., where we only vote for or support liars? Why not the? I mean, like, dude, I really do go on stage and and, and air all my dirty laundry because I'm convinced I'm going to get blackmailed by the CIA yeah. at some point. So it's like they're like, "Hey, Sam, <laughs> you know, if you don't work for us, we're going to let everybody know when you were like five years old, you stuck two pieces of meat in between the couch uh, cushions and made love to it." And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I, I, I talked about that on album four, so they already know." I like it. Yes, uh, there you go. Yes. Hey, listen, you got to live your life, right? Yeah, dude, I'm not, I'm not looking for people walking on water. I like flaws in people. I think our flaws yep. can define us and make us unique. And this lying liar stuff is just driving me nuts. 
It's driving everybody nuts. I think people have had enough of it. Do you think, I don't think this shutdown can last more than one more week because i got to believe, I don't care if you're a Pelosi guy or you're a Trump guy or whatever, everybody's getting very pissed off about this. Well, it is not right. The shutdown isn't a voluntary thing is the thing. The shutdown right. is because there's a law that says that they can't do something, whatever it's required to unshut down the government until both mm-hmm. Trump and the Congress, the House, whatever, I don't know, the House, agree yeah. on the budget. So basically... What is Congress, but the House is the problem for him? Yeah, yeah. Trump's, he says, I'll only accept it if it has the wall. And they're saying, we'll mm-hmm. only accept it if it doesn't have the wall. So the problem isn't that they've shut down the government. The problem is that they are willing to keep on letting it be shut down rather than come to an agreement. So, and I don't know yeah. if that's ever going to end because that's how it is right now. Yeah, and the Democrats are, are basically now become the Washington generals to the, <laughs> to the yes. Har- Harlem Globetrotters, which are the Republicans. They are meant to throw the game. Yeah. They are paid by the same people by the Republicans. The same people by the Republicans bribe the Democrats, and they're there to throw the fight. Tom mm-hmm. Perez runs the DNC. Is there? He's purposely throwing the fight. And we need to get, we need to, listen, whatever you think of, of um, right or left, liberal, conservative, you know, liberals, the, the pure form of the liberal, not this Hollywood or Washington, D.C., but the pure form of the liberal has pushed for a lot of great things like legalization of like drugs and, uh, and, and uh, you know, marijuana to allow anybody who wants to get married to get married at the end of the day. That, those are basic things. To be able to talk how you really want to talk on whatever medium you want to talk about. Those are great mm-hmm. things pushed by people who really care. Not this, not this Washington or New York elitist crap, but real liberal stuff. So when you see a DNC be basically bought and sold by people who are throwing the fight, it is ugly. Because there's no voice for people who just want love, art, and all that yep. stuff. Yep. That's 100% true. And that's exactly how I feel. Serve all the people, not just on the left, not just on the right. Serve everybody because that is your job. You know? It just is. And it's just like it's really sad. And the problem is we got to really get rid of these term limits. Why is Congress and the Senate able to yep. serve for lifetimes mm-hmm. when when the governor, the president, and all these other roles are like two terms, one term, three terms, you know? These, these lifetime people owe us nothing. Why do they have to change? Why is Barbara, why is Diane Feinstein get, get reelected when she had a known Chinese spy working for her for 20 years? And nobody cared. <laughs> because we can't Isn't rely on the dumb to unelect these people because it becomes a prideful thing. They get, oh, you're going to tell us what to do? You, no, we're, we're Broward County. We're San Francisco. We're going to do what San Franciscans want to do. Well, you're not doing for the best, okay? I don't know what no. you guys think of these fires, but here we go, okay? Do you guys, anyone <laughs> notice that these fires, which burnt metal... Okay, burnt metal. Okay, yeah. forest fires get at the hottest uh, 1500 degrees, metal burns at 2500 degrees. It was burning metal. It just happened to be that these fires in California fit this way that this high speed rail that's going to go. Who, believe it or not, guess what? Diane Feinstein's husband got part of a billion dollar contract to build, and oh, now they're already God. saying that they can't rebuild in those areas. Oh, God. See, it's not conspiracy, dude. It's unreported news. So I did like it when Trump did say, well, you should do more raking. (laughs) That's what he told about the wildfires in California. You should rake more. Yeah, I mean, I like the the crap talk. I prefer to hear honesty than BS salesman talk. Right. No, I understand that completely. I I, I love the way, you know, because you don't get, like, Alex Jones nuts because he's only on one side of the issue. I see you was on both sides of the issue. He's controlled (laughs) opposition. Right, right. His dad was CIA, part of the Birch Society. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. 
Isn't it just, maybe I will just lock myself in my bedroom and never come out. Dude, the more you, you learn, the more free you are, and the more because it's better to know who the, who the bad guys are. Yep. It's not Mexicans yep. come to take your job. It's not Middle Easterns who hate your freedoms. It's not gays trying to corrupt the youth. It's dudes in suits who are lizard people, who are, uh, who are yep. there, to are just causing all the chaos. That is wonderful, man. Now, uh, where, where, where do you, where's... Where's the house for your your uh, your podcast? Where is it I'm on, on all things comedy. Uh, all things comedy. Yep, that yeah, that makes sense. I, I have two. Po- I have actually three podcasts. Now. I have uh, all things comedy. Oh, okay. I have punch drunk sports, and now I have this new podcast called Bye Chad, and it's uh, my fa- friend Chad Zumach who will be in in a couple weeks, and we ba- I basically record every single conversation we have on the phone, and I like to see how long I can stay on the phone with Chad before I hang up on him, and that's our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, do you no, does does Joe Rogan have a podcast network? Uh, no, Joe know? Rogan's his own wonderful. It's his own island. deal. Yeah, you know, uh, right. never He's, has yeah, one right. guy done more for more people than Joe Rogan. No one's made. That's what more, I've heard. Yeah. More million. Ask ask every comedy club owner about Joe Rogan. Ask all the waitresses about Joe Rogan. Ask all the co- podcasts who sell out theaters about Joe Rogan. Ask all yeah, the jujitsu yeah. dojos who are now full because Joe Rogan. You know, dude, I, yep, I would be yep. homeless if it wasn't for that dude. And I will for, I'm ride or die. You would dog, not you know? be homeless. I would be, dude. I would be. I hate to tell you, but you know, now it's going really good. It's 24 years good. in. You know, it's going really good now, but there are dark times. And that guy either take me on the road with him or do my shows, paid my, help me pay my bills, and I'll be forever eternal for that guy. And a lot of people want to – that show is so big, dude. It's, I couldn't even imagine. My little show, when I put up an episode, crazy people come out. I have to be like, let it go. Let it go. I couldn't imagine being that That's big. That's wonderful. And having yeah. – just open it to everybody. So mm-hmm. I, I will be forever eternally grateful for what that guy's done. That's a wonderful thing. By the way, I did hear you laugh today when I said to Rick Bronson, you still owe me for Jeremy Piven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I know Jeremy and I get it. I know he's been like on the whole press thing and I, I get it. And he doesn't, yeah. you know, being an actor, being a comic, two different things. I feel for yes. him, dude, in the sense that that Me Too thing totally took away his acting career. And the guy grew right, up in did, theater, yes. and yep. it took away his acting career, and that sucks because that whole movement was a bunch of people born on third base crying about not being able to hit home runs, and that's all yeah, that right. was. Yep, it's true. Um, he's not easy to get along with if you are outside his circle. He's not an easy guy to get along oh, with. Oh, dude, the guy was on, like, the biggest show. He's been a movie forever. Sometimes, yeah, right. you know, sometimes people mistake – being successful for being super important instead of just being like, yeah, wow, right. man, I'm good really point. blessed mm-hmm. that I have this. Really, really good point. I could be, I'm blessed. And instead of being thankful, they're more like just like, you know, I mean, you see it in comedy. Some people mistake being funny on stage for being oh, a yeah. tough guy. Oh, yeah. And I'll kick your yep. teeth in. Yep. I ain't even think about it. I'll cur- <laughs> There's some people I'll curb stomp, dog. I don't even care. Yeah, I like it. Ooh, the American History X. Get the teeth on the curb. and These guys disrespectful. Uh, you know, so it's just like you do what you got to do. I've talked so much, wonderful. and everybody's just staring at me, <laughs> wondering what I'm looking at. And I'm just like being a crazy person. So, Which I've... is what I like about you. That works for me. <laughs> that works for me is all I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Tripoli at Rick Bronson's House Comedy tonight. Two shows, tomorrow night, two shows, and a 7 o'clock on Sunday show as well. Sam, phenomenal having you on the show. Tom, anytime, all the time, my friend. I love it, man. I'll reach out. Anytime, dude. Thanks a lot. Sam Tripoli, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. Tom Bernard Show.